Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about cost segregation, accelerated depreciation, and ultimately paying taxes. First of all, I'm not an accountant, and this show is not intended to be tax advice in any way. Always seek your own tax advice from qualified professionals. Most investors know that you can record a depreciation expense to recognize the wear and tear on your property. While this is not an actual cash outlay, it can be used to deduct against income and reduce the amount of tax owing. As a general rule, the depreciation on your building will be calculated over 27 and a half years in the U.S. Land doesn't depreciate, so you can only depreciate the improvements. But not all things wear out at the same rate. It's often a good idea to look at depreciating your property in its constituent parts. For example, your kitchen appliances have a different lifespan compared with a paved driveway. The electronic security system has a different life from the security fence. And the key to accelerating the depreciation for those items having a shorter life is something called a cost segregation study. It's both an accounting and an engineering exercise that allows you to break your property apart into its individual pieces and depreciate each of those pieces on their own schedule. If it sounds like a lot of work, well, you would be correct. But a cost segregation study is not that expensive, at least for a large property. It could be worth a substantial saving in tax if done correctly. On small properties, the tax savings are probably too small to justify the additional expense and effort of a full cost segregation study. But on larger properties, the tax savings can be really worth the additional effort. There's always a consideration when it comes to accelerating depreciation. When you go to sell the property, the depreciation will have the effect of lowering your cost basis. That recapture can have the effect of increasing your capital gain when you sell the property. Depending on the tax jurisdiction, the cost of that recapture could be substantial. Imagine if you claim $1,000 of depreciation in each of five years of property ownership. Over five years, you would have taken $5,000 in depreciation. And when you sell the property in year five, it's as if you purchased the property for $5,000 less than you actually did. So you might face a surprise on the sale of your property with a larger than expected tax liability. That doesn't mean you shouldn't take the depreciation. In both the US, Canada, the UK, the recapture of depreciation is treated as ordinary income, not capital gains. So the tax bite is intended to be the same as if you didn't take the depreciation at all. You might wonder if it's worth all the hassle to take the depreciation. Well, it turns out there is an advantage if you consider that you had the use of that money for all that time that you held the property. Now, if you did something smart with those extra funds, invested them wisely, you could be well ahead. But if you spent the money on doodads and consumer goods, well, you're probably not a subscriber to this podcast. The calculation of depreciation in a segregated property is complex. We recently had a cost seg study done on a property for one of our projects, and that was an 82-page document. I've seen cost seg studies range in price anywhere from about $3,000 to $10,000, depending on the scope and complexity of the work involved. The report breaks down the property into 5-year, 15-year, and 27.5-year property. Things like flooring, shelving, kitchen equipment, and furniture can be depreciated on a 5-year schedule. Paving, landscaping, and fencing can be depreciated over 15 years, and the building structure itself will be depreciated over the full 27.5-year schedule. Depreciation rates vary by region. For example, in the UK, the depreciation rates vary by asset, by type, and even by location within the country. The U.S. has a bonus depreciation rule 
that was introduced in the Jobs Act and revised in 2017. Bonus depreciation rules apply to property acquired and placed in service after September 27, 2017 and before January 1, 2023, at which time the provision expires unless Congress renews it. In 2023, the rate for bonus depreciation will be 80%, in 2024, 60%, and in 2025, it'll be 40%. By 2026, it'll be 20%, again, assuming Congress doesn't change the law before then. In order to use bonus depreciation, you have to undertake a cost segregation study. Those rental properties that took advantage of bonus depreciation could experience a huge recapture on sale, resulting in a massive tax bill. They might need to find a tax shelter, perhaps in the form of a 1031 exchange, or perhaps an opportunity zone fund investment, if you want to continue to propagate the tax sheltering as long as possible. These studies take time to complete. It can take months from the time of your first engagement to the time when the report is ready for use in your upcoming tax return. So if this is something you think you might want to use in 2022, then the time to start engaging the professionals in the cost seg study is now, in time for tax season coming up next year. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.